0: Yeah, so I would say that I'd be like, see you later alligator, suck this, and also I went through your phone, and that was because you pegged my damn bird, you prick.
1: <laughs> so much hate.
0: Hello, it's Sam. And I'm Amelia. Welcome back to Us the Duo Podcast. Podcast where we aim to build a better mindset for better relationships.
1: Yeah, today with relationships, you guys have enjoyed one of these where we bring up some relationship stories and put it in like a what-would-you-do situation. So we found some of these on forums. We thought they were interesting. Interesting where we pick apart and decipher what to do and yeah, just give our personal opinions on these relationship or situationships
0: especially in the comments so be quite interesting to dive into let's begin
1: hey so this first one my girlfriend slept with my friend but the reason why we picked this one out is because of the situation it was it's kind of interesting so we'll read it so i met my girlfriend about one year back and we fell in love with each other after two months of us meeting she admitted that she slept with one of my friends before we even met even though it fucked with my head I loved her so much that I couldn't break up with her and we continued dating. Fast forward one year, her parents and my parents are discussing about our marriage, but this issue is going to be screwing with my head throughout my life as I would also be seeing my friend in group occasions at times. Should I call the marriage off even though I feel she is the perfect match for me or should I proceed with the marriage Either way, I think it will be painful for both of us, but have no other choice than to make a decision before it's too late. So what would you do?
0: So she admitted to him that she slept with his friend. Was it two months in?
1: Yeah, two months in, but they didn't know each other at the time. Like, Uh, Yeah. But she slept with her friend.
0: It's a bit hard because, one, she didn't know you, so I guess the relationship at the time wasn't developed. But I can understand from his perspective in the fact that They didn't really tackle this situation head on. And what I mean by that is not early enough or well, yeah, not earlier on enough where they spoke about it and discussed what he felt, what she felt and really sort of put it out there. Mm. And I think if he doesn't do that, it's always going to be lingering, like you said. Yeah. So like if I was to put myself in that shoe, and I, I definitely would need to talk to her, like just put a pause in terms of the marriage organization and actually just say hey look this is what's really bothering me i need to get it out."
1: yeah no i agree with that but i think in this situation it's hard because she didn't know him at the time when she slept with a friend so technically they weren't together there's like nothing where it's like oh you cheated on me or whatever so you can't really hold her accountable for those actions i guess but I think at the same time, it is difficult for someone to be like, oh, yeah, you slept with my friend, which is kind of weird, kind of awkward. I think this whole situation really comes down to how you will carry this with you into the future, because there might be some people who might be completely okay with that. Some people are like, okay, that's in the past. That's fine. It is what it is. And we still like each other for who we are. And they're okay to move on. But in this situation, it seems like it's really messing with him. And because it's messing with him, I agree with you. he really needs to talk about it, talk through like what he's thinking and how to move forward, because I would say it's like a make or break because if it's going to follow you for the rest of your life, you don't want to have that lingering, and then you resent the girlfriend, even though she didn't technically do anything wrong.
0: It's not just the girlfriend though, it's also the friend too. I think it's important the fact that the friend has had the conversation with him what do you mean so for like an example if if i was the guy and my friend obviously slept with the girl that i'm now marrying i would need to like for me to be comfortable i would need to have that open dialogue between the two yeah and get it out there
1: like see if the friend also feels something for her yeah
0: yeah yeah that's right because they obviously slept together Sure, it could have been a one thing fling, but we don't know that, right? One party could be could have more intent in in terms of having a relationship with the other. We don't know that, so I think for me, it's having that open dialogue between the two, mm. getting it out there and talking about it, get it off the chest, and then reevaluating that situation, thinking, okay, well, how do I feel after having that conversation? Yeah, if I'm still feeling bothered then is there further clarification? Is there further support or help that I can go for?
1: Yeah, and I think the other thing I want to point out is that they have only essentially been together for a year. Now they're talking about marriage. that I think definitely put it off. Like Not saying like, you know, cancel the wedding or don't get married, whatever it is. Just put it on pause until you've sorted this out because this is something that will affect the relationship from here onwards. So it's just considering that you guys have only been together for a year. I get that you feel like you're the perfect match for each other. But if this is something that's weighing down what you feel about the future, definitely put it on pause and talk through the situation.
0: Yeah, 100%. And you did highlight a really important part. You've know, not been dating for about a year. So some people in their stage in their lives know exactly what they want. So there are some people who say, "Okay, we've been dating for about a year or two. I know what I want, and I'm ready to go ahead with it." But if you're not at that stage in your life where you know exactly what you want and and what defines that point in your life, then maybe you need to put a a hold on it for now and just reevaluating that situation. But if we were to backtrack to what the story is in this situation, you would need to definitely have that the conversation first with the two. And then reevaluating how you feel afterwards. Because if you still feel like shit, then the marriage is just gonna go shit.
1: Yeah. And it's also seeing how the friend reacts, how the girlfriend reacts. And that also to me is a key indicator of if she respects my thoughts. So if she backlashed and was like, you're so screwed up, like, why are you thinking about this? I only care about you, blah, blah. Rather than taking an understanding approach, that could be a key indicator. If you're actually heading in the right direction in this relationship as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's what I guess we would handle. Yeah. The situation.
1: Pretty juicy one. Intense.
0: All right. On to the second one. Okay. So the next story is quite interesting because it's more about the physical aspects of the person. So
1: mm, I feel like that's a common thought.
0: Can be a common thought and can be a a difficult one as well. So This specific story, I've been talking to this guy for about a month. We have some things in common and he's funny. He asked me out, but I'm still hesitant. I don't know if I should even get into it. I'm not physically attracted to him. Would it turn into a bigger issue when we get into a relationship? Mm. So how would you handle this one?
1: We've talked about a physical appearance or physical attraction one in an episode before. like there's a whole episode about it. So my thoughts on physical attraction is very. so in a nutshell to me, I don't take physical attraction as a priority. To me it's like if I can connect with them, if they can have like good conversation, if we can we have we vibe on the same wavelength, if we have same values, same humor, like that kind of stuff that usually overrules what that person looks like to me. So in this case, to me, i rather than, because he asked me out, like I'm putting myself in his shoes. He asked me out and I'm hesitant. I would just tell him, honestly, like at the moment, I'm not sure if I want to make things official yet, but I do enjoy talking to you. I love the conversations. Like, can we just keep doing what we're doing just to get to know each other a bit more and see how things go? And if he's okay to do that, that's cool like we'll just keep doing what we're doing but if he's like no i don't really want to wait around then that's also another key indicator that maybe the timing's not right maybe we're not actually for each other like all these things can come to it and it's giving him that option too it's not like i want you to wait for me or i want to see how things go and give him like that limbo mode
0: interesting yeah i because the, the story goes is she's been talking to this guy for about a month so it's not a first impression situation or a short term i like maybe a week or two and you kind of like been there hang out blah 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 my understanding and my experience it takes longer than a month yeah to i was gonna really, say a month
1: is not that long yeah it honest. takes
0: longer than a month to develop like a
1: deeper relationship, yeah,
0: a deeper relationship or some type of bond where you go, okay, this guy or this girl is the person that I really vibe with. I really enjoy his time or her time to really go into the relationship. Mm-hmm. So, I it's a bit of a hard one, eh? Because I'm a little bit different from you in the fact of what you just mentioned before about the attractiveness, first image or first impressions. As much as we try to deny it, it does matter. And first impressions in terms of image and how we look, how we present. And as much as we could sit there and say, look, we don't care about the impressions, realistically is we do, you've got to have some sort of attraction to the person uh, initially, right? Well,
1: like where I'm coming from is I think I'm not, like I said, it's not a priority for me. And if they vibe with me and like I like the conversation and values, that grows into some sort of physical attraction to me because I'm attracted to that kind of person. Like to me, physical attraction comes from within. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like if I really enjoy this person and how they are as a person, it grows into a physical attraction to me.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah, and I remember we had a debate with our friend a while ago, and that's how initially that episode on physical attraction came up was, do we get attracted to someone by physical appearance first? And you and her both said yes, whereas I said no. And she was trying to explain that physical attraction is always what you notice first. And I disagreed, so it became a big debate, and that's how we thought about that. Like, I can kind of see where the point is. Like, when you see someone, you first see them, like, first off the bat on the street, you kind of like, oh, that guy's not that great looking, or, oh, yeah, he's pretty cute. But again, I don't hold that person to it where I won't give them a chance just because initially I don't find them attractive. Like, I don't think that ever comes across my mind, like, if I'm coming to – in a point where I'm trying to find a partner, I'm not like, is he cute? Is he not? That's not my first thought.
0: Mm, yeah, okay. Everyone's attraction to one another is different, I guess. Yeah,
1: and I know that yeah. this is quite different from a lot of people, but that's just how I.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's cool. See it? I yeah. So I think for her, it's really just a level of okay. How
1: important y- is yeah, it? Yeah. How her?
0: important is the physical aspect of it? If it's so bad, where you you just think he's ugly as fuck.
1: (laughs) So mean.
0: (laughs) Like, honestly, like if you think he's ugly, you seriously have no attraction to him, then it's okay. Just put it on the back button. just be like, look, you know, it's a little bit too fast. Well, we're moving a bit too fast.
1: But at the same time, as much as physical attraction can be important, I feel like don't Based off your relationship, or if this guy is right for you, only because of physical attraction, like just because he's ugly or he's not to your liking, don't rule someone out because of that. I think character outweighs.
0: Yeah, character does outweigh the physical aspect because, and I guess it really depends on how you see relationships, whether you're after something that's short term or long term. How you simplified it, it is true. If you've got a good vibe you enjoy their time they you guys fucking you mold together quite well in terms of how you guys vibe and talk and whatnot
1: and the only thing holding her back is the physical attraction
0: yeah if that's the only thing then just give it a bit more time see if hanging out maybe another two more months or three more months where you get to know each other maybe a more on a deeper level maybe there could be a spark there and a lot of people may say, look, the sexual attraction is important too, which it is too. It is important as part of your relationship. Yeah, you got to really evaluate your, your your situation. But I would say one month is too short. Normally, you would take a few months to sort of get to know that person and then go from there.
1: I think there's, I don't know if it's true and don't, don't take my word for it, but there's a rule of three months. Like, I'm not saying that you have to wait three months to get into a relationship, but after talking for three months, the guy should ask the girl out or something like that. So I think there's that rule where you should, no, I don't think that there's your rule, but I'm like that rule kind of applies for a reason. I think about the three months might be just about the good amount of time we can get a better gauge of, am I vibing with this person? Do we like each other? Do we have the same values? And all those kind of things. But what I found really interesting was in the comments, Someone said, men can tell when you're holding your nose to be with them. And I really wanted to see if you found that true. So what they're trying to say is guys can tell if you're going, if you chose to go out with them just to see how it goes, but you're not fully attracted to them. You know, like when you're holding your nose just to eat some sort of food that you don't like.
0: I think it's true. And I think if you're awkward in the fact of, uh, you know, maybe how you communicate or how you guys are talking, yeah, of course. I don't think it's just men that will know. Both parties should be able to tell.
1: No, but what if the girl was actually really into you as a person, just wasn't physically attracted to you? So they're holding their nose to be with you. Can you actually tell that they're only holding themselves back because they're not physically attracted to you?
0: Well, you wouldn't. I don't think you wouldn't know if they're f- not physically attracted, but you would know that they're holding back from anything further. Hmm. This could dive into something deeper, but if it was a fling thing, it could have been a one-night stand or a two-night, whatever, you just fuck them or whatever. Or alternatively, if it was something serious, then he or she may have or may want to turn it into something more serious. And I think that's that's a vibe that you will develop depending on the situation. This kind of dives into something a bit different, but...
1: Yeah, no, I'm just curious if you can actually tell as a guy if someone was holding their nose just to be with you. Like, say I am attracted to you in all other ways except for physically.
0: I reckon so because in this situation, if we relay it back to this situation, this dude's asked her out.
1: So if you, like, lean in for a kiss and I'm just like...
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you're you're trying to make the moves and she's fucking blocking you in certain ways, <laughs> then fuck yeah. You know that she's a bit, you know, you're, you're a bit fucking smelly. Stay away from me. <laughs> I think you can, you can kind of see the difference, you know what I mean? Mm,
1: interesting. All right, next one. My girlfriend cheated on me at a wedding. Should I give her a second chance? So I found this one interesting and I liked the way that he approached how he used to think cheating is black and white. So... I'll just give the context. Sorry, this is also a really long one, so bear with us. My girlfriend went to a family wedding in another state. She said that she drank a lot and was going to an after party. A guy who was a close friend to the bride and groom asked if she would like to walk to the after party together and she said yes and walked with him alone don't know where this after party is that you have to walk over there alone but while walking he kissed her but she pushed him away and told him that she has a boyfriend she thought everything was cool and kept walking to the after party he did the same thing again except this time that actually made out for a minute before she pushed him away and took an uber back to the hotel so she then flew back home the next day and then a few days later she told me what happened i asked her Why she thought it was a good idea to walk alone with a guy, and she said that she didn't think much of it because he was a close friend of the bride and groom. I then asked her why she continued to walk with this guy even after he had already kissed her, and she said that she was naive and his intentions and her being drunk didn't help. She said that her actions are inexcusable and she takes full responsibility of what she did, and she should have known better. But he used to think cheating was black and white, but I feel like her confessing immediately. And showing remorse should count for something. So what should I do?
0: That's a pretty good one.
1: There's like so many things to pick apart from this where I feel like even though it's already long, I still need more details.
0: Yeah, you definitely do need a bit more backstory and situation. Who's that guy? Because he obviously knows her. They have some sort of relationship in the past because... He wouldn't just fucking kiss you and...
1: Well, I feel like that guy, we can kind of take him out of the equation for now because it's more like, what was she thinking when she kissed him for a minute? Like, this is the second time that dude kissed her and she actually kissed him back. So what were you thinking? Were you actually just drunk or what was the intentions behind it? I feel like that has a play. Whereas the guy who kissed her... You can already agree that he his intent were different, yeah. yeah, his intentions were different, so I feel like we can take him out of the equation.
0: Yeah, his intent was to get the mort. <laughs> but if I were to be that dude, I think he sums it up pretty well in terms of black and white. I like the fact that she confessed and told him straight away. I think that's a that's good.
1: Yeah, but in the comments a lot of people were giving her shit and saying that she took a few days to tell him.
0: Uh, and right. also okay.
1: also saying that she wasn't – I guess people just had this situation where she wanted to sound like she confessed but she was just doing it to back herself up in the future so that if a video showed up and just saw them two walking off, she's like, I told you about the uh, situation. Okay. But in my head – in my point of view, I would take it as she is being honest and she did confess. It's just that I brought this up because of this. Like some people might take it that she's just doing it to help herself in the future. But then there's another way where she actually is just being honest.
0: Yeah, okay. Valid points to mm-hmm. <laughs> to look into it. But I mean, it depends on how how analytical you want to be.
1: Yeah, but it's also we don't know this person. So we, we don't, don't know yeah. how she is as a person. So she always an honest person and we don't know. So that all has a play. That's why I was like, we need more context.
0: Yeah, definitely in more context. But just to put myself in that shoe, like I said, it's good that she admitted it. Yes, a few days. Could question, hey, why didn't you tell me straight away? Though she did say that when she did make out with the dude, that was when she was drunk. And I guess when you put yourself in a drunk situation, Maybe your decisions aren't always the greatest, mm. not saying that being drunk is is an excuse yeah, to not, get away yeah, with it. Yeah. But. but the fact that she did confess and said, look, I fucked up. Yeah. Kind of puts her off the leash. A hundred percent in terms of what you mentioned, I would want to know what the relationship with the guy, uh, like that guy is, who that guy is and how she felt.
1: But you sound like you're gonna hunt him down. <laughs> well, no. I want to know where, well, gotta, who, what, where, when, why. You,
0: but you got to piece the you got to piece the puzzles together. You know what I mean? Like especially like you want
1: to know why he wanted to go no, no, for no. her
0: or no? You got to piece the puzzles together because this guy, the guy who was cheated on.
1: You so, mean the she, guy that she cheated? Yes. With him on. Yeah, yeah, so
0: if I'm putting myself in this dude's shoes.
1: Let's call him Ted. Yeah, so if I'm Ted, right? No, not, not you, the the dude that kissed the thing. No, no, no. So if I'm – You're you and then the guy who okay. kissed the so girl So um, I'm me. Ted.
0: If I were traditional in the fact of thinking, okay, cheating is black and white, then that's my mindset. My, my thinking is, okay, well, sure, she did cheat, okay? First things first, she admitted it. Sure, could have been faster, took her a few days, but she could have been in under shock, could have been scared. Yeah, she could have okay. been scared of Great. what to
1: say or how to say it.
0: Yep, not a problem. <laughs> so then I would want to know, well, okay, you made out with the dude for a minute, very specific. <laughs> very, very specific. And you were drunk. So sure, people make mistakes when they're drunk, but not an excuse.
1: I would also want to know how drunk she thinks she was.
0: That too, but I would want to know how she's thinking too what she thinks of that dude. Because then that dives into, okay, well, what's your relationship with this guy? Who is he? What's your history? Because you obviously kissed him. So there's something that meant something, right?
1: No, because she said she didn't know that guy. It was just a close friend of the bride and groom. So I assume she didn't know her. I mean him.
0: Close friend of the bride and groom. Yeah,
1: so she went to a family's wedding, which is this bride and groom's wedding, so family friend's wedding or family's wedding. And then this is a close friend of the bride and groom.
0: Interesting. Well, that changes things then. Why? I mean, she doesn't know the dude.
1: Yeah. So it changes as in a, it's better or worse for her?
0: <laughs> well, I guess it's better for her because it's it's like, I don't know this dude. Sure, he was maybe a good looking dude at the time. And I just want to get my, my mouth wet, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: just wanted some hydration. <laughs> yeah, just
0: wanted some hydration by this other dude. So maybe she, you know, fucked up genuinely and actually just did some French kissing with this dude for about a minute. You know what I'm saying?
1: Just in my point of view, I'm just putting a scenario that this is the first time she's actually cheated and it was purely an accident. I'll just take it for what it is. But of course, I would still be a bit like, not traumatized, but just be like. Cautious. I guess cautious, but not in a way where you're resenting her and be like, are you going to cheat on me? Or like, don't do this and that. But it's like, if it does happen again, then that's a clear sign that, yeah, maybe that first time was actually cheating. But if it never happens again and she actually walks the talk where it was an accident and She's being more cautious where she respects you and she'll be like, oh, I'm like, say next time she goes out with some friends and she'll be like, oh, some guys are gonna be there, we might be drinking, just letting you know. Like, just her actions after whatever this happened here would show how much she actually is respecting and trying to make sure that I don't worry about her again. You get what I mean? So, like, whatever she does after this and how she carries herself after this is also a very big indicator. And for me as a person, I would like to just let this go. Just be like, it is what it is. And I appreciate you coming to me. And obviously I'm not happy about the situation, but you were drunk and I, like you did tell me, so I'll just leave it as it is. And just from here on, just kind of see how things go and yeah, really just hope that she doesn't cheat again.
0: Yeah, fair assessment. Another question I would ask is or reassess is how long have I been with this trick? Because that's going to also help define your relationship as well. And it could be an honest mistake, like I said before. So yeah, I I would just kind of brush it off, to be honest. Or I could be a bit of a, a bitch and say, look, because you kiss someone else, I get to kiss someone else. <laughs>
1: a free ticket. Yeah, I get a free ticket to
0: to tongue punch some I other chick in the imagine.
1: mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine you'd be like, so does that mean I get a free ticket to kiss a girl? Yeah. Yeah. So I just found that interesting because same as this guy, I used to think cheating is cheating, black and white. Like if you cheated, you're a cheater. But now that I've like matured, gone through life, I do see the grey lines and grey areas where sometimes it is an honest mistake and where there are certain situations where it is forgivable.
0: Yeah. This is an honest mistake if you just sleep with someone else. Can I just imagine that? Oh, no, I just let someone else. Honest yeah. mistake. All right, moving on the next one. <laughs> All righty-o. right, so this next one is quite a... Uh, screwed-up one. Kind of a, a screwed-up one. Intrusive to some degree, maybe, depending on how you see it. So we'll, we'll see how we go. With
1: we'll it. let you guys be the judge of that.
0: Yeah, so I went through my boyfriend's phone and found <laughs> a number of things. Okay, so...
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: This is going to be a semi funny and long one, but my pet bird recently got sick for the first time ever.
1: <laughs> Why did you have to say it like that?
0: I took him to the vet and spent about 150 bucks on antibiotics. I assume it was because of a cold or an infection, but through my boyfriend's messages with his friends, I found out my boyfriend threw my bird because he the bit him. Hell. So just imagine the bird bit you in the ving and you're like, yeah,
1: fucking, yeah, fucking. <laughs> That's so That's sad. That's so sad. Poor bird.
0: Yeah. It was only after this my bird became sick, so what a prick. He told his friend about this. He said, this shit is taking up all my time, referring to the relationship. I know the obvious answer is to break up with the prick, but, <laughs> he the really, prick? <laughs> he, but he's really so sweet on the outside of all this and he seems only a jerk when he's talking to his friends. I don't have a ton of relationship experience and never really encountered this problem.
1: You know what this Scenario reminds me of Avril Levine Skater Boy.
0: Oh, he was just a skater boy. Yeah. What's the lyrics? He said, "See you later, boy."
1: No, it was like your friends are jerks or something like that.
0: Oh, he 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 wasn't. He was a skater boy. He said, "See you later, boy." No, it's his before friend,
1: that. Yeah, like his friends are jerks. Something, something. Anyways, sounds like the Avril Levine Skater Boy situation. I want to see if he's a Skater Boy, but anyways. Yeah, it's a kind of screwed up situation because I would never go through anyone's phones without their permission. But I guess at the same time, she found out some pretty significant details about this person by going through the phone. So, yeah, I don't know.
0: It's hard because it's very difficult to assess the situation when it comes to conversations and chat. So when you read and perceive a message, it's going to be perceived in the way you perceive the message.
1: Well, I don't know how else you would perceive this shit is taking up my time referring to the relationship, but then I guess that could be her thinking it's about the relationship. Exactly right.
0: And that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean by perceiving the message. He could have meant, well, this is taking up a lot of my time and he's probably referring to the birdie. Right. So he I guess to him he may not understand or may not comprehend the importance of her pet, i.e. the bird. He might just think that is just a fucking bird, but realistically to her it's everything.
1: Mm, like even if you put it in that situation, it's still disrespectful because it is her bird and if you're going to talk like that to me, that's disrespect to the things that you care about and the things around you and the things that are your property.
0: Yeah, and I think the worst thing is he fucking pegged the bird like a bloody fucking tennis ball.
1: Well, you don't know. He may have flicked the bird or I don't know, whatever, but well, that's still rude. the bird
0: got sick from it, basically. Yeah, So, or bird. Well, sorry for the bird, but <laughs> I see this as two sides. It is disrespectful from his perspective. Sure, I think guys will always talk to f- their friends about their relationships. Sure, depending on how you read it and how you perceive the message, it's going to look uh, disrespectful or rude. I understand that sometimes the way guys type isn't as the way that you would perceive it, especially from a third person's perspective, especially if you've got a group of friends that you know that you communicate in a particular style, communication style. So I can see where the, how that can go wrong. Yeah. Yeah
1: in my opinion if this was me straight off the bat i would break up with him only because yeah i did disrespect him by going through his phone but all of these things would not align with the value of what i would want in a partner i'm just talking about if i want things serious and this is actually a partner that i want to look for and stick with so i would definitely break up with him and also no matter how he talks with his friends or with other people That, to me, is a clear indicator of how he is as a person. So even if he treats me nice, but he's talking shit or talking shit about my bird or whatever it is, to me, that's disrespectful. And I would still tell him that I uh, may have looked at your phone, (laughs) just to be honest, throw things out there. But this isn't going to work out for me.
0: Yeah, I think my conclusion would probably be the same thing. I would probably dump the prick. I would just tell him, fuck off, you're a piece of shit yes, I went through your phone, suck it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I would say that I'd be like, see you later, alligator, suck this. And also I went through your phone and that was because you pegged my damn bird, you prick. Uh, (laughs) So So much hate. But, you know, I was just trying to play devil's advocate in terms of how he was talking. So I guess from that perspective of just reading conversations, especially if you are checking your boyfriend's phones and reading messages that, you would perceive as incorrect. You don't know what the conversation has been had.
1: Are you talking about the girl now?
0: No, I'm talking about the dude. Uh. I'm talking about the dude, but I'm also talking about the girl reading the messages. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: No, I don't. <laughs> Anyways, I'm glad we came to the same conclusion and I think you probably deserve better, but don't look through people's phones. <laughs> All right. This one is a question for the guys. For the gentlemen's out there, men, would you think if a waitress left her number on your receipt, how would you respond? So the context is this girl is a waitress and she doesn't have much opportunities to meet guys outside of her job because she's always working. So she's tried online dating and apps, but it doesn't really work out for her. So not an option. And she sees attractive men at work occasionally and wonder how it would be viewed if she left a note on the receipt. How would you feel about it? So I guess this is really a question for you. I think it's good.
0: I think shoot your shot, (laughs) especially for girls. Misconception is males need to do the work and be in the trenches to make that approach. I don't see it that way. I think it can go both ways. And I think for a female, if you are busy, you're a hard worker, you're doing your shit and you fucking find some dude and he's attractive and you want him, shoot your shot, man. Just I think it's fine if you write Yeah, a little sneaky fucking sweet message on a napkin or something. Be like, hey, I think you're cute. Here's my number. Nothing wrong with that. And if a girl did that to me, I would feel happy too. I would be like, fuck
1: yeah. Do you find that attractive that a girl would do that?
0: Yeah, it's different.
1: Is it ever creepy though?
0: I don't think it's creepy. And I can see the flip side of the story. If it was a guy doing it to a female, I can see where maybe that, the girl might feel that that's a bit weird or might be creeped out. But from a male's perspective, I think... <laughs> Why does
1: it look at me like that? <laughs>
0: because I wanted to finish my point. I think it's totally fine. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing, especially if you've got no time to go out. So I support you.
1: Hmm. To put it in perspective, I think if it's a... a what's it called? Not a repeat customer. Like, a, like if it's someone who goes there constantly, you've seen him a few times, you've interacted with him a few times. In my point of view, it would be okay to leave a number on the receipt. But if it's one a guy that's only been there once and then you're like, oh, I'm keen, here's my phone number, that's a bit creepy. So if you had no prior interactions, this is the first time you've seen him, you haven't really talked to him, that's weird. But if you've had interactions, like you know his favorite drink or you know his – favorite orders that he always gets and he comes in and he does talk to you from time to time, then that's okay. I would feel like it's the same, even if it's on the flip side.
0: So why do you think it's creepy?
1: Because it's like, okay, I don't know you and why are you giving me a number? Like I wouldn't really do anything with it. It's kind of like what you, you would say building rapport. Like, Are
0: you assuming that he doesn't know who this person is, right? As in he's never no, seen No, I'm it. just
1: giving scenarios on when it would be the right time or a better time to give the number whether it's a guy or a girl interacted that we, with yeah them. like you've taken his orders a few times and maybe had a small talk or some small conversation so he has been here a few times then it's better to give a number then as opposed to someone who just came in just sat down and you only find them cute because you saw him sit down and i see
0: like, it from perspective of if you're at a bar, they're probably going to be there for, I don't know, an hour or two or whatever it is you're there for maybe a good time or a chill I'm time. I'm
1: assuming it's a restaurant because it's a waitress, not okay, a bartender. Well,
0: whatever in, whatever it is, right? You would have at least an interaction with that person, i.e. you've said hello, what do you want, do your standard ordering, customer service, blah, 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 blah. I would assume that you've had some type of interaction with that person. I think once you've had that interaction with that person, I feel like it's okay to yeah, that's what I was sneak saying. a napkin because you mentioned they've come in and you've, you've come in before, they're, they're a regular customer or something like that. I don't think it's necessary to have that type of customer or that type of person where they repeats. Well, I think if it's like a cold interaction where, you, yeah, you've spoken to them, you say hello, g'day, customer service staff, and you've established, hey, look, I'm attracted to this person. He seems like he's pretty nice, he's got good vibes, then sure, sneak a napkin. With a little note on it and your number, sure, okay, that's fine. But where it gets a bit weird and creepy is if you didn't have any type of interaction with that person and you just basically tap him on the shoulder and give him a napkin with your details and shit like that, then I can see where that is creepy. And that's both ways.
1: Interesting. Cool, cool.
0: What do you guys think? Because I, hey,
1: man, I... I uh. I Let us know in the comments if you would accept this phone number or if you would actually give someone your number on a napkin.
0: Or you think it's weird.
1: Yeah, let us know.
0: All right. And the very, very last story, which we thought was quite an interesting one.
1: I feel like there's so many different ways you can tackle this one.
0: Yeah, this could be a topic on its own, but here we go. Let's see what you guys think. Is it okay to ask your boyfriend about his past relationships? He's not yet my boyfriend though. We're in the the courting stage, so I guess they're developing. I want to know his past relationships so I know what I'm getting myself into. Have a glimpse on how he handles relationships. How do I ask him this?
1: Mm. In a nutshell, I think, yes, it's fine to ask about a past relationship, but it also comes across in how you ask about this, like your tone, the questions that you ask. I feel like that's important. And also the conversations that you guys have had prior to this. So have you guys gotten to the point of sharing past relationships yet?
0: It's interesting that you say that because a lot of people in the comments were very disagreeing into to the fact of knowing the person's past. And I was actually surprised because a lot of people said, no, don't. There's no need to know about the person's past.
1: I feel like that's screwed up.
0: And you shouldn't know about the person's past, which fair point. In some degree, but to me, I really didn't understand why people were thinking like this. Yeah. And hear me out for a second. The way I see it is your relationship is a two-way street. Communication is one of the biggest things in a relationship. You guys need to talk shit. You guys need to talk. You need to understand how he and she feels and all that sort of stuff, right? Wouldn't it be best to know your partner's past in terms of what they've gone through, the bullshit that they've dealt with? what are their learnings in their life in terms of relationships? Isn't that something that you want to know?
1: Yeah, to me, I think it would be a red flag if they actually steered away from answering like stories about their past. Like if you're like, oh, what have your past relationships been like? And they kind of push you away or they don't really want to answer that. To me, that's the red flag.
0: Yeah, and sure, if people are secretive about their past,
1: Like, maybe they're not ready, which is cool. Like, obviously understandably there's different types of situations and timings but i'm just putting that this is a situation where you guys have talked for a while you are both interested in each other and would like to take that next step on either getting together or wanting to know more about each other i think it's important to actually ask about the past not like yeah what's your girlfriend's name your ex-girlfriend's name like where does she live what does she do that kind of question but more so like yeah it's not surface level shit you want to know deep shit something just to get to know each other more
0: yeah an alternative for this chick to ask similar questions to have an understanding as to the replies from this dude so that it would give her some sort of forecasting as to what he's like in a relationship you can ask basic other questions that could somehow relate to that you don't need to necessarily ask directly about hey what's your past relationships or something like that
1: mm, that's a bit too yeah. direct
0: yeah you can you can probably just band-aid it a bit and be like oh well you know what kind of what kind of relationships are you into? Like what do you what drives you for a relationship? What do you want from it or what do you expect from a relationship? Like those kind of questions that you can ask to sort of dig deeper as to how he or she is thinking.
1: I feel like if you're in this courting stage, you guys are talking about yourselves and I feel like naturally that person would already start to talk about like this is what happened in the past and I didn't really like this. So now I'm looking for this. And you can start to ask a bit more about past relationships because I feel like that's already an opening.
0: Yeah, and I think the more time that you spend with that person too, you'll start to unravel how you both interact, how you vibe, and that's how you get an understanding as to how that person is. Now, I get the fact that when you're first courting the relationship, it's all, you know, he or she is trying to win you in some regard. So that there might be things that might not be as obvious as what it is a year or two down the track. But I still feel that, you know, it's okay to know someone's past, whether it was a good or a negative thing. It really comes down to whether that person is okay or is open to talk about that. But I don't think that it's a negative thing to be curious.
1: I feel like there's more positives than negatives. And at the same time, giving it like a very specific scenario. Say I asked you about your past relationship and you shared something about you cheating in the past. I think that would be a good way to bond because it's like, okay, you acknowledge that you've cheated, but it's like, what have you learned from this or whatever you share from that. And that's a big key indicator on what you're trying to look to do for future relationships too.
0: Yeah. So what do you guys think? Because I... Feel like it's fine to be curious and ask the questions. May not be direct questions to your past relationships, but an open question to get a rough idea as to where that person stands. Do you guys agree the fact that people in the comments are a bit crazy, man? I think you should know.
1: What's wrong with that? I think definitely this has to be at a stage where you guys have talked for a bit and you're at that stage where you do really want to get to know more about each other and this is the right time. But if it's like You just met a week ago. Maybe not.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be like, hey, this is my first date. Yo, what's your ex-relationship like? (laughs) Tell me right now, bitch. Show me
1: your resume. (laughs) Yeah,
0: show me the resume. What would you fuck up on? I want to (laughs) know. Like, no. All
1: right. That is all for the relationship series. And let us know if you agree with what we thought or if you disagree, we want to hear that too.
0: Likewise, guys. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. And we will catch you guys in the next one, okay? (laughs) Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us and tuning in to this episode. If you're loving this podcast, please hit the follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to.
1: Ding, ding. It would mean the world to us if you could give us a star rating and feedback so we can continue to improve on bringing better content to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you found this episode helpful in any way or you know someone who'd need this, please share it with them as we're all about helping each other out.
1: Don't forget, we love listening to your ideas too. So make sure you share any topics that you'd like us to cover or questions you might have to our Instagram with the handle Ask the Joy Podcast.
0: Slide it into our DMs, baby. Pika pika. You can stay in the loop of all the behind the scenes or the release of our new episodes there too.
1: All right, that's it for now. And we'll see you back here for our next episode. Bye.